Hello, everybody. It's good to be with you. So I want to talk to you today about a very important topic, and some, but it's something that I had a phrase came to me this morning in a clarity session that I was having with a good friend of mine. He's been a client for, for a very long time, and we were just having a good conversation. And out of my mouth, slipped, and we were talking about resistance, and then out of my mouth came the phrase, uh, "You life... Life cannot be successfully resisted. Life cannot be successfully resisted. Now, this is one of those very, very obvious things uh, that we just never think about. And it's and, and what I want you to notice is that the thing that we're after, which which is uh, which is clarity, whether we we're been awake for a long time or we just woke up or we're somewhere in between or we're in oscillation or we hadn't, hadn't woken up at all yet. What we're, um, what we're after is greater clarity and greater clarity comes with the absence of resistance. And so just to show you this right now, let's, um, let's do an exercise together. <clears throat> So right now, just settle into your chair a little bit. Just relax. Just relax. It'll be okay. And I want you to notice, I want you to tell me, right now, I want you to drop all resistance, period. I want you to drop all resistance to the very best of your ability. What if you were just sitting here and you realized that there was much that could be done, but you could also just sit here. And it's not even you really sitting here. There's just sitting. No one is sitting. No one is witnessing sitting. There's just sitting. And in this just sitting, Close your eyes for just a moment. And now ask yourself, in the absence of resistance, is there anything wrong? Maybe there's a sound that's annoying or a feeling somewhere in the body or a thought in the head that keeps coming back. Pain. In the absence of resistance, can you find anything wrong? You tell me, well, I can't, 
you know, I just, I just can't drop all resistance. I'm going to tell you that's not true. It feels like you can't drop all resistance. And just so you know, I'm not talking about the body-mind, and that's probably what you're talking about. Neither the body nor the mind can drop all resistance. They're not hooked up to do that. They, in fact, the body and the mind both are resistance itself. We're not telling it's bad resistance. We're just saying it's resistance. What are they in resistance to? Empty space. Unformed space. Unformed spaciousness. So right now, notice that in the absence of resistance, is there someone that's in the opposite, that's, that's in the absence of resistance, or is there just resistance? In the absence of resistance, what does the imaginary character that lives in the brain, so to speak, what is it called upon to do? And it's a whiteness itself. that offers full acceptance. Not anything in relativity. That's what we always thought, but it's not true. So whiteness itself. Whiteness itself has to stop resisting relativity as it is. There's nothing in relativity that needs to surrender to the Almighty or God or anything like that. Because there's no one here to do so. In the absence of resistance, there's no one. Because when awakeness notices, I'm waiting for the body and the mind to drop all resistance. And alert awakeness can see that just cannot happen. So what's wrong? Awakeness. Is there you and this patient's aliveness? Or is there just this spaciousness, this spacious aliveness? And the absence of a you, the absence of a character, And awakeness, as I understand it, has no form. 
So it's not in resistance to anything, including exactly the way that your body mind is. This body is in a lot of pain. Not right this second, but very often throughout the day. Used to be all the time, but some medication took care of that. Some marvelous new medication, or new to me. Helped really ease that, but you know what? I didn't have a problem with the pain the way it used to be. I don't have a problem with the way that it is now. That's because I don't have any problem in the absence of Fred. And see, everybody's scared to let go of, of their there's no Bob, but there's Bob Ness. There's no Judy, but there's Judy Ness. And there's no Fred, but there's Fred Ness. And we're so afraid if we let go of, we take our hands off the wheel for just a minute, that our lives will go in the toilet. But see, you'd have to have, you'd have to be steering that life in order for it to make any difference, whether that, whether, the life was apparently being steered or not. Within relativity, there's the experience of cause and effect. Within, the, within relativity, there's the experience of, of, uh, of separation, for instance. But is there, is there really any separation? I mean, what does oneness mean? What does oneness mean? And a lot of you are out there thinking, you know, I just don't quite get this oneness thing. And who is it that's having that thought? It has to be oneness. So it's not, not like oneness is thinking. It's not like you're thinking. You might be thinking in, in working mind, that's great. But other than tying shoes and cooking eggs, we don't need you. <laughs> I mean, if, if you've got a job in computer science or math or something, you, yeah, you, you're, gonna, you're gonna need some, some brain power. But you don't need to have it turned on full blast all the time. And you, yet you don't know how to cut it down. You don't have to cut it down. You just have to notice true nature. And when you do, all of that wired up, that's going on around in your head, that voice in your head, round and round. What you'll notice is that that will die down. And it will die down naturally. And it won't come as often 
the real chattering brain. And you can get to a place where it just doesn't come. I'm not saying that this unit, for instance, couldn't be pulled into the dream. I'm just saying that if it is, it will be very quick. Because <laughs> it'll be too much suffering for the unit to bear. I can't bear, uh, I can bear all the pain necessary because it's not mine. But I can't bear suffering. Because the suffering is mine. Because there's no Fred here to suffer. There's Fredness. And part of Fredness seems to be experiencing pain. Does that affect me? Not one bit. Let's go back to our exercise of just sitting. Just sitting, not, not, not necessarily trying to mull over or figure out anything that's just been said. We're just sitting. There's just friends sitting together. People who are all moving in the same direction are sitting together. Everyone's relaxed. Even the light seems to be relaxed. It doesn't hurt our eyes one bit. And the world seems relaxed. It just doesn't seem as fraught as it used to be. What is there to resist and who is there to resist it? There is, life cannot be successfully resisted. Why? Because life is. <laughs> this is. And there's simply nothing here to resist because it would be Futile. It would be futile to resist this arising, by which I mean the feelings here, the feelings of the room. If there's grief here, let there be grief. What's the problem? If there's excitement here, let there be excitement. It's not the opposite of dull, it's just pure excitement. It doesn't have an opposite. The only opposite of excitement is in the mind, it's just an imagination. I'm excited every single day, and I swear to God that's true. 
because this is never boring. It never lets me down. I always get what I'm supposed to get every time. What do I get? I get this. And I'd be a damn fool to have this and be wishing for something else. Because there isn't anything else. There is this. As it is. Exactly as it is. And if there's a, you, you, you feel like that there's a muscle down some, somewhere in your leg or whatever that needs to be twitched. Is that true? Can you just live it, leave it the hell alone for a minute? If there are thoughts of this can't work or, oh my God, I'm in the middle of a disaster or whatever they are. or I'm just worried about tomorrow. Can you let those go? Can you, I mean, it's, you can have them back if you want to suffer later, but let's not, let's just let them go right now. You know what you're resisting when you're resisting? You're resisting the past. By the time experience gets to the mind and it's translated and, and, and the mind says, this is what I'm seeing, that's already gone. We talk about living in the now, but the now is just fleeting. It's just, I mean, you can't even spot a now. <laughs> Except that you can't spot anything else. Because when I say you're resisting the past, I mean you're resisting your idea of the past, because you don't know what the past is, but you can't experience it. You just have some kind of delusion, some kind of illusion. That there was a past and it wasn't like this. And is that really true? Can you experience it? Well, I can experience it in my head. Well, what if you don't? What if you open up the magic box? Open up the magic box and pull out the magic tool, pull out inquiry. And use the magic tool to find out what's true. You don't need to find out what's, what, find out what's not true. <laughs> if you find out what's not true, you won't have any trouble finding the truth because it'll be all that's left. It's always all that's left. It's what's led. The truth is what's, is what's happening minus your projection of what's happening. And there's, it can't be your personal projection because there's no, nothing personal. So who am I really talking to? I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself through one unit and into many others. What's looking through this eye? 
these eyes is looking through your eyes, the very same thing. Who is the end user of experience? It's not the unit. The unit is the experiencer. Or, I mean, it is, it is the mechanism by which experience can take place. If we don't resist, so how do I drop it, Fred? You don't. You don't have it. You're, because it feels like it's the dropping it would be very heavy, but it's not. It's light as hell because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Anywhere but your imagination. There is no problem here except for the ones that are being imagined. Imagine that. Imagine perfection, not an understandable perfection, not a good or bad perspective or scene or object or play or movie. What if we were to just open our eyes to what's actually here? And if I do write that right in this minute, I'm open my eyes, and I say I open my eyes, but these eyes open. They were opened, and it wasn't opened by me because there's no me here. There's no Fred. We've already gone over all that only a million times. What do you think is causing all this to happen? If there is such thing as cause, which there's not. But what do you think the genesis of all this is? You're generating all pain. Now, I don't mean physical pain. I mean, really, what I shouldn't say pain. You're, you, you are exhibiting suffering. You are the, the you are the, the this is the, the vehicle of your suffering, your own vehicle, your own body, so to speak. That's the vehicle of your suffering. But you're not that body. And that body can't suffer because it does not have what you have. What you have. It's the great unknowing. It's not the great knowing, folks. It's the great unknowing. And right now, in this great unknowing, where I don't know anything, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know who, who it is that, that is wondering what's going on here. I just notice there's wondering, but there's no one doing it. Right now, there's someone drinking. It appears like, but there's not anyone drinking. The unit is, is, is being offered relief from its thirst.
And the unit has its own wisdom and it picks up the can and it takes that. And you know what? When, when this shoulder itches, the unit naturally goes up and scratches it. I don't have to think about that. Oh, I'm going to scratch my arm. Do you notice you just, you wake up scratching? You're not living this life. You're not doing this life. You're being done. You're being lived. This is the vehicle. The, the, and when I say that, I'm talking about these vehicles and the, and the imaginary character that you think yourself to be. But you're not really even being lived. You are the living. Had a talk recently. This morning, in fact, with the same guy that this, where this thought came up that life cannot be resisted successfully. We didn't hear, need to hear what was coming next because we didn't hear it. Did I forget it? Who are you talking about? What really happened here? The projection is Fred forgot this, but you don't know that. Number one, you don't know that there's Fred here because there's not. Number two, you don't know what was remembered or forgotten. All you know is that it wasn't said. See, that's what is, is that actually... The words that were said, that was complete unto itself. It wasn't satisfying. What we wanted was an example, an action. Anyway, I've gone way on too long, and this was going to be a short video, and I noticed that it hasn't been. So when you notice that life cannot be resisted successfully, automatically, if you really notice that with all heart, you won't have to worry about being clear anymore. Just notice that resistance is a joke. Not a pleasant joke necessarily, but it can be an amusing joke. I love you. I'll see you soon. Come back. Bye-bye.